0: This is Love From America, the last hardcore MMA fans podcast on this godforsaken planet. We like fight. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. With me is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend and your latest fan of mid-90s K1. And this is the Nick Diaz Appreciation Month episode. Luke, why the fuck are we doing this today?
1: <laughs> for head kicks. I mean, <laughs> for head kicks, man. Yes, there were two on two different cards this weekend, and they were amazing.
0: I'd I'd classify one not not as just a head kick, but a a combo KO of the year contender. But we'll talk about it.
1: A uh, a Mortal Kombat finishing move of the year.
0: I have I have a a very good. Sample on my newly um, created soundboard, and I'm playing playing this. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing <laughs> business. <laughs> that is that is exactly what you have to be. Maybe you Americans are are getting warmer to the kickboxing. Dana was a prophet when he. Uh, th- that that is a sample when Dana has had the high pitch voice. So several <laughs> years ago when he wasn't on <laughs> HTH and whatever. <laughs> so. He, he was right then.
1: I think I think I would be I think I would be super into kickboxing, and and all they would have to do all Glory would have to do is have some sort of thing where I could just watch it, ESPN Plus, uh, YouTube, whatever, something to make it easily accessible. Because I think I think it takes a lot when you ask you ask someone to buy a pay per view that is not a UFC, even if it's awesome. I still have to be told, go buy Glory because it's awesome. Trust me. That's and then I did, and it was awesome.
0: That's what I'm here for. Look.
1: That's what you're here for. Look. Tell me about the kickboxing. Tell
0: me about the European what, brethren. Today, we have the following for you, the, the <laughs> dear listeners. Maybe. maybe it's just I'm trying to have a, some sort of a structure. We have a new thing which is called Fudge Off's Love segment. He basically told us to love something. And and we didn't we talked before stop the stop being haters. Yes, yeah, but I, mean, I I mean I'm no hater dude, but <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what he meant, so I'm I'm just I'm just writing down the first thing that comes to mind. What did I love about MMA? Like not not even this weekend, but since I'm watching like 20 years. What would you love? Um, do, do, uh, let me let me run it down, and then we'll start with the Fudge of Love segment because we have another thing. Thanks oh. to our thanks to our favorite Hawaiian, J-Bones, we'll have the Nick's, Nick Diaz Appreciation Month because Nick Diaz is fighting at the end of the month and he basically came up with the idea that um, we'll watch a Nick Diaz fight for every day of the month until he fights Robbie Laura for a second time. And I love the idea. And I did it and we started with one and I'll, I'll just shortly recap it. And I strongly suggest the listeners to do the same. Just go to Fight Pass yeah. or to whatever whatever means you have and Google a Nick DS fight and watch one every day because that dude is highly underrated as, a, as an entertainer and as a fighter.
1: And we're, uh, this is going to be, at least for you and J-Bones, this will be uh, sequential, right? Yeah, every day. Well, I mean like Nick's Nick's fights sequentially yes. as well. So, I think We started I think you started in the beginning of the UFC career. Yes, with UFC 44
0: against Jeremy Jackson. I'll I'll break that fight down a bit.
1: Beautiful. We'll
0: have a a short um recap of some events in Victor Fighting Championship 44 went down. You actually watched AFC 1 and AFC 2. <laughs> I did. I mean, Alaska Fighting Championships. These are old events, but why not? We'll why surely, not? We we'll surely look into Purposa versus Say the UFC fight night that happened. You said that you have one take <laughs> for the PFL playoffs.
1: I have a single PFL take, yes. Then we
0: have some matchups that need to be discussed. You have to look them, basically. And we have to do a short preview of Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley and, <laughs> and the problem bot. That is that is what we have to do today. We're five minutes in now with the introductions. So let's let's get going. The dumbest. Well, All right. What do you what do you want to start with? Give me give me your single you, give me your single PFL playoff take.
1: This, it's, it, uh, it was counter programming Invicta so i didn't watch closely at all it was on a separate uh stra- separate screen but um, and muted so i didn't like pay much attention what i did see was i wouldn't call the fighting timid i would just say the fighting like it's clear when you look at the results on the card in the last couple playoff cards it's just a lot of decisions and i and i think it's a factor of these guys really want to be safe and get into the final. Um, and I, and my take was like, well, what if if you make it into the playoffs, you get a quarter million bucks. And if you win that fight, you're fighting your bonus is another quarter million bucks. And then the final, your bonus is just half a million bucks. So if you win the final, you still win a million dollars because you won those fights but you make the bonuses, your win bonuses in those initial playoff fights much greater. So these guys like have a lot more to go for. I don't know if that would create more finishes and more excitement is or that, not.
0: Is that your take on PFL playoff three?
1: That was from from this one that we watched PFL, that I watched on Friday, and also the one prior. That basically I think there that, that, were a lot that tells decisions you decisions
0: as well. Yeah, that tells you everything you need to, uh, to know about these playoffs. Fights were boring. We have to move on. It, yeah. <laughs> because I, because pal, they were they, all right. Let's do it. They, they tried. Was was the take. They tried to counter program Invicta, which surely did not work.
1: Uh, I, 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 I was really bummed to jump on Reddit and see all the PFL results as spoilers and have to wait 15 minutes to see Invicta results and people talking about Invicta in there. This promotion deserves way more love than PFL does, in my I didn't, opinion.
0: I didn't quite get the decision to hide the Invicta 44 thing behind a paywall again, because it was free on YouTube for, for a time, and I thought that was a good strategy to make mm-hmm. it more consumable for people and not make them pay for it. I'm, I'm a bit interested in, in knowing how that worked out for them. But, I mean, there was a, a single fight or a single thing we have to point out, um, which I think, it, at least within MMA Twitter, and it, it went a bit viral, it was Daniel Taylor versus Emily Ducote. Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> look, I mean... I, I, and ent- this, this KO entered my KO of the year list. I think at, let, let me check. I think it's, it's ranked number three or number, number, f- yeah. Not number three at the moment. That was yeah. so insane. So good.
1: Yeah, dude. It was fantastic. I basically had to walk around my house in circles for three hours after I watched this live. It was so awesome. It's like, uh, she sh Emily oh, Ducote I'm still like, overhand. I still have chills. Oh my god. Yeah, she's Danielle Taylor is out on her feet yeah. from a right hand. Yeah, for And Emily overhand. Ducote pauses for a beat and then and then snap kicks her in the face. <laughs> While she's still standing,
0: but all already yes. KO'd. She was bent over like she had to vomit oh. when you when you drink too much, when when you're on a bender, but it's the the, the how how would you even say it? The aesthetics of this thing is is a beauty.
1: It is directly out of a fighting game. Absolutely like, perfect.
0: If you haven't seen it, I'll link it. I'll link it in the show note. You find it on Twitter. Um, watch the whole fight if you if you want to. I think it's on YouTube now for free. Um, it, yeah, yeah, it's, they did. They did post their,
1: their highlights. Day. They did post their highlights up uh, almost immediately on their social media to sort of generate that heat. I, th- um,
0: I think I saw the whole fight on YouTube already. Maybe maybe it was a, yeah, a pirated I, thing. I, but... I believe it. No,
1: I don't think so. I think it's out there already. Yeah, absolutely insane. Uh, I'll give you a couple honorable mentions mm-hmm, on sure. the Victor card as well. Uh, Natalie Ceci- Salcido uh, debuted, her pro debut. They made a lot of her uh, 5-0 and amateur record. Uh, got a win over a... Uh, two and one Katie Perez at 105 pounds and watching the fight took her to decision. I think she probably won all three rounds. I don't remember exactly, but watching the fight, Natalie sort of showed a lot of that, like Gregor Gillespie school of always be moving, always be scrambling. So there were like, always be throwing strikes, always be floating on top, always be reaching for something kind of thing going on. Super exciting fight. Um, and to see that out of somebody who's making their pro debut at a weight class that is not in the UFC makes me super excited because I'm, I get to watch her fight in Invicta hopefully for a long time, 105 pounds. Um, there are a lot of good fighters over in Ryzen and 1, um, I believe. We've talked about that before. So it'll be exciting to see if anybody makes it over to Invicta to fight. Um, the all- other other awesome awesome fight was the fight that opened the main card, Serena DeJesus versus Lauren Moore, uh, in a split decision, just uh, absolute... Absolute slugfest, but especially by the end. Super exciting fight. There are also some finishes on the card and other debuting fighters. Invicta continues to do a great job as a small promotion, trying to be a big promotion, and yep. getting fighters, debuting pros, and getting fighters who have been around a long time. Uh, uh, Helen Peralta on the card. Brogan Walker-Sanchez fighting in the in the feature bout. Gets a submission. This is a good card. Yeah, but I was for, excited
0: for, the for whole Invicta. Time. For Invicta, you can say the the production value is good. Matchups are are nice. I know that there are some issues with getting overseas fighters to the US at the moment, having visa issues mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, stuff.
1: they did. They a couple fighters dropped off in the last couple weeks before the card, so they just couldn't get there.
0: That's the only thing I could critique that they need to try harder to get some international talent in there, but. If you want to be up to date on on women's MMA and and high level MMA, you have to put Invicta on your list for sure.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Watch it. Support it. I bought the pay per view, and it's cheap, so it's not a. It's yeah. kind of a no brainer. You know. We have
0: UFC Fight Night: Barbosa versus Chikatze next. <laughs>
1: Tell me tell me about kickboxing. <laughs> oh, uh, I, have, I have another guy that can tell you about kickboxing. You know who? Who?:
0: You fucking morons need to be in the <laughs> kickboxing business. Hey, Dana knew. <laughs> I mean, look, if you know about kickboxing or K1, Dana knows something about that too. Listen to this one.
1: But longtime MMA guys know.
0: So, n- longtime MMA guys know as well kickboxing is where it's at but this event um it was actually look it, it was it was basically a combined ufc fight night and the the ultimate fighter finale card where you they crowned the two new ultimate fighters um specifically the fight ricky terzois versus brady here that was a fight for the ultimate fighter trinket the bantamweight ultimate fighter was was getting um, crowned there. We have Brady the Croissant here versus Pretty Ricky Turquoise. Um, here is a good rest. It, look, I have a question. Did you watch that fight? Yes. Okay. okay look, was it was this a certified bang?
1: <laughs> it's yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. It but it's but it's weird because it because Ricky is so odd. Like like he made it a bang almost. You know what I mean? Like it I don't know if it had to be this way. But he's so odd. I feel like I feel like I want to watch Ricky's fights from now on because all of them are gonna be like this. Yes, they're all gonna be Ricky getting punched or Ricky getting taken down, and Ricky having to fight out of it. So I think, I think he, he, I think he's the guy that thrives on that adversity. In the
0: in the third, it has it had bang potential, certified bang potential. It it surely continued the good the Ultimate Fighter fights of this
1: season. Oh yeah, absolutely. And fight
0: yeah. fight stats and all the things they painted the picture that Ricky. Was winning this because of damage, significant strikes. Um, look, he got his black belt. He got his trinket. He gave a speech. He thanked God.
1: He's we are the, all one, man.
0: He is now he, the ultimate he fighter. Went, he went,
1: "All we are all one." In his speech. Yeah, like. I, I, I mean, look. Shut your mouth with my fist.
0: I like me some, <laughs> like me some Joanna more. Shut your mouth <laughs> with my fist. <laughs> <clears throat> but we, because also, also another thing, I have to play now.
1: Talk, talk. They
0: do nothing. They just talk. It's just like it's just talk. It's just like Ricky. Ricky can be one of our guys because we just talk as well, and he talked a long time. But that that <laughs> fight that fight was good. Yeah, um, we yeah, had we had Urbina versus Brian Battle as the <laughs> it was another fight for the Ultimate Fighter Trinket, the middleweight <laughs> Ultimate Fighter was crowned for season twenty nine. Uh, interesting. Fact I didn't realize Brian Battle was the last pick, but he looked very very good in, in the fights in his fights on the show. Not sure about the haute coiffure that was displayed on him. I mean, could I mean, you can do it, but don't have to. He rear naked choke finished Urbina. Uh, I it was very well deserved for Battle. He he looked the best on the show. And he he made improvements, and he he just won this fight without
1: much adversity, I'd say. So, all I, 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 a bit of, I a bit was of I was surprised at the first round, man. Like you, I thought. So I I watched. I think I watched Trayshawn Gore beat up and finish Gilbert Urbina in you the did. Ultimate Fighter. You did, and then Tracey his knee is hurt, so Urbina steps in to fight Battle for the final. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, Battle's going to break him in the first round and finish him." But that—that that was not the case. Urbina came out and put it on Battle in the first round. I was a little surprised, but I also like had I had no recollection of Brian Battle whatsoever, despite having watched him. So Damn. he got he he got into it and got. Did he get the takedown, or did he reverse something in the second round to jump he, on the I think back he and get the rear naked? Yeah, I think reversed. he reversed something. He had he, he had a couple. There were a couple instances where he reversed something. Yeah. Um, so I was just a little surprised that it took that it took getting a reversal for him to get a rear naked choke. But at the same time, yes, you're right. He he did definitely deserved it the most. I assume they make Brian Battle versus Payshon as their UFC fights yeah. next. If Treshawn's knee can so. be I hope healed,
0: so. I hope they'll give Treshawn his shot, and, and we'll see Treshawn versus battle because that is the fight that we actually wanted to
1: see. Treshawn did not uh, visit the doc- doctor and then decide on his own not to fight. Right? Correct. So, so I'm sure they'll give him a shot. Dana doesn't like it when you quit, no. but
0: and only the doctors the doctor don't like you, him. and they just like if you fuck up, your need even more that's what the doctors in america like uh, also yes. also on the card was petrosky versus michael gilmore it's michael the the tough alternate gilmore he was he's also they, they told me that he's a karate champion in the us and andre i wrestle petrosky um he sure does petrosky should 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 have finished this he did some Theatrical slams, but I mean, look, takedowns at the end of the round—it's just not. It, I, I was, I was writing down boo this, man, because it's just not, it's just not <laughs> exciting to watch. And then, there were, but, but in the third, there were
1: very few people there to boo, man. <laughs> the, the, the there are a lot pound, of empty seats in the apex.
0: The ground and pound at the end of the third was nice, but I'm not sure why I'm not impressed with Petrosky. It seems that they want me to be impressed with him. He does a good job wrestling and and take down people. He should have, I mean, should have taken down Gilmore, and he should have finished him, and he did. But it, I'm just not impressed.
1: Sorry. But but, but sooner, yeah. It's just the strength of competition too. We'll see how he does. I'm, are I you though? Much. I actually fast forwarded a little bit of that fight, so I didn't. Yeah.
0: Are, are you are. though impressed by Gerald Mershard the third against Mahmoud Muradov? I am Mershard. I is, am is a thirty-two and fourteen Duke Rufus disciple, and he has a good mommy guard implementation. He had an immediate eye poke. He had a a dick kick later. So Mershard is doing oh, his best craft r- maga ever, I'd say.
1: That's right. Fuck. And he got
0: He got uh, banged yeah. by punches. He got he got dropped. I'd say at least two times within the first minute. Um, yeah. these guys. Uh, these guys so, are just. These guys were just throwing all out power shots. Only not no combination, just single
1: strike bangs. Mahmoud Muradov is my dude. <laughs> I rem- I remember, like, talking about him, and being an exciting dude because this guy went after it with Andrew Sanchez mm-hmm. at the Poirier versus McGregor two UFC two fifty seven. And I remember being like, oh, I got to watch this guy because he got a flying knee and punches win in round three in that fight. And uh, then I immediately forgot until I saw him in this fight and he was tooling up Gerald in the first round some. And I was Absolutely. like, oh, yeah, this guy. I remember this guy. I love this dude. But then he uh, he did get it finished. <laughs> I'll still watch him, though.
0: It's like, it's like um, yeah it was it was a strange fight as i said all, all power shots only and then bes- despite murshort not hiding his his head kicks behind anything else no setup no no uh, specific footwork he landed several head kicks and he also landed several punches on muradov um, and I, i'm not sure how he could have done it and I think it was a bit of a, a brain fart by Muradov, to, to be honest, because Muradov was slower. He didn't seem that strong. Yeah. He got yeah. he got he got murked by Muradov in the first. Maybe he gassed a bit, but I loved I, this fight was awesome. I don't know why. <laughs> I watched it all. It had a slick reversal by Muradov at the end. Going Something
1: for t- about Muradov is exciting, man. He's exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, but also Muradov t- surviving this. Landing stuff which he basically shouldn't. So so Muradov <laughs> Muradov was actually fighting himself and Murshard at the same time. That that's mm. might, might be why he why he lost. And he, he was Mirshard was going for the rear naked choke. Nice adjustment actually by moving his head and twisting a bit to get the arm under under the chin of Muradov. So that that fight I, it, it it gets a recommendation from us.
1: Muradov fighting himself and Murshard. That is that takes. Fire. I mean, spicy take. I it's, like it. It's I true. like that. It's good. It's Just, fantastic. That's why these, we're here.
0: None of these head kicks would have landed. I, I told you already. Good yep. fight. Uh, recommend you watching this one. Um, what do we have? Oh, of so course. Much. We have Patrick. He grapples Sabatini.
1: <laughs> he sure does.
0: <laughs> the CFFC featherweight champ. My favorite promotion at the moment versus Jamal Emmers.
1: <clears throat> pat, had, pat pat came in as a underdog too i believe yeah, that, that was actually strange was, was, that blew my mind
0: i think jamal amherstow was was like seven and one in his last eight so i'm not sure what when Sabatini well,
1: lost, well let's lost, look lost. because because like any good mma podcaster i have topology open at the same time perfect you're prepared jamal, jamal lost to giga jamal lost a split to giga and then uh Won a decision against Vince Cachero. That was his last two UFC fights. There's only two UFC fights. Uh, okay. Now he's got this loss to Pat.
0: Yeah, I see that. I see that um, Sabatini actually he injured his shoulder quite severely at against James Gonzalez in CFFC eighty one in two thousand and twenty. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a bit of the of the reason why he was was an underdog here.
1: That could be. Um, Look, they had leg wars, problem,
0: and man. I I do love me some leg wars. We had the the famous toe hold because Bisping actually told that a toe hold Bisping. is a no hold, but I mean, come
1: on. could he say toe hold schmo hold or toe hold like schmo hold
0: no hold, <laughs> but it, it was the famous toehold versus a heel hook battle. Um, but I mean, you can crank. Actually, what I think is that the toehold is your is a submission you can only finish with your with your hands but if you have a heel hook you can lean in with your shoulder and that's did. exactly what Sabatini did he he leaned back a bit and put more pressure on the on the heel hook and i think emmers blew his knee out like straight up uh, blew it out
1: he there's there's a lot to love right there and part of the love was was of of friend of The show, Paul Felder, triathlete, Paul Felder, Irish Dragon, Paul Felder, (laughs) calling it out as he fell back and put his shoulder on the ground. It's right when it blew. And then uh, really a lot of love in my heart for Sabatini and his reaction. He didn't love doing that to somebody. Yeah, he had to to do it, but he didn't love it and Really would have preferred to just have a stand-up fight. I think. Somewhat but he's likes. but he's good. It was a question for you. Was like, in that battle, like Bisping is calling a toehold, hold, a no hold, and basically just pain that you can work through. In that battle, is the heel hook always going to win? I don't think so. It really de-
0: it really all depends on the position and on your on your IQ that you know how if it's not enough pressure at the moment how to, to move or adjust your body or the hold to put on more pressure
1: so did jamal not know he was in danger till it was way too late like should he have let go and tapped i or think was he was it just like his shoulder hit the floor sabatini's shoulder hit the floor and that was that yeah i
0: think he he I think it's not a, a, a specific fault of Emmer's because I, I just think that he thought he had a good thing with his toehold, which could could have basically mm. been true. And he was so focused on the toehold that he might... he th- I think I'm sure he, he he thought about the heel hook and he said, okay, I have my leg straight. Uh, it, it doesn't go anywhere from here. I'll, I'll just work on the toe hold. But he forgot that Sabatini could lean back and put on more pressure. I heard, yeah. I heard actually Dana talk about it in the post-press front press conference he was asked about it um, he said that Jamal Emmer's knee seemed to be okay according to a to an x-ray but I mean I'm no doctor
1: according I, to our UFC doctors he's fine he'll fight next week yes, don't worry about it I, next question
0: I mean I'm no doctor but an x-ray doesn't show you any ligament damage whatsoever just just telling you uh, awesome very good fight Very good. very nice ap- application of the submission Yep. Um you said you had a short take on Dichirico versus Abdul Rasak al-Hassan.
1: I get all my takes from Reddit, so it's very easy to have a take on this amazing head kick. Apparently, this is a uh this is a head kick a head kick uh game of tag that's going on right now.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I have another We take. had Dana, Dana had to take had, this one, too. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business.
1: <laughs> we had, uh, uh, last year, I believe, a KO of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, uh, was it Buckley? Yes. Yes, Buckley. Buckley. Did the one-legged uh, back kick to the face, yeah. knocking one, out... One of the best uh, ever. One of the best ever. Knocking out... Uh, uh, sh- shoot, I forget his name. Um, and then... Buckley gets head kick KO'd immediately starting the fight by Alessio de Chirico. Mm-hmm. And then Abdul Razak al Hassan head kick KOs Alessio de Chirico. We have three in a row where a fighter is getting it and then getting it to the dome. He KO's. So we'll see he if Abdul
0: he Abdul Razak
1: al Hassan had yes, input. Yes. And then uh so we'll see if uh Al Hassan's manager has realized this. And make sure that they book him with some sort of wrestler next so he doesn't get KO'd so. to the dome. But I was either way. I was a bit You're relieved.
0: Good. I was a bit relieved that we didn't have to go through another chirico very strange post fight speech. And yeah, I mean He's an emotional dude. Y- yeah. Right. But it's it's something even, even for yeah. me, it's it's very difficult to convey my emotion through a language. I it's not my first language. And I think yeah. something got lost in in translation there, but also like not sure what he was trying to say. Yeah, I, I didn't know that Abdul Rasak Al hassan was actually in a three fight losing streak before KOing that dude.
1: He, yeah, and 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 De Chirico was in a was either out or in a big losing streak as well before yes. he KOed that dude last fight. Correct. So. Also a three fight losing streak.
0: Good matchmaking.
1: It's very interesting. Very
0: nice. Very nice head kick. So yeah, I like it. Also, a fight to watch. You can watch Pat Sabatini versus Jamal Emers. You can watch Di Chirico versus Abdul Rasak Al Hassan. Um, You can watch Murado versus Mershart, of course. Watch the two, the Ultimate Fighter fights. Then I have a question for you, Luke. Okay. What can we? We the people, the MMA people, the fans, the people of the world do to help Kevin Lee? What what do we need to do?
1: Uh, I you know what's fucked up is I think you've asked me that question on the show before, like when like in one of our first episodes. Yes, you, didn't you, a, you didn't you answer it. You didn't answer it. And I told you it was a fucking basket case and I have no answer for you. He did he gas out at the end? Because yeah, okay. it looked like he gassed out at the end and then all of a sudden he's throwing jump knees and backs and spinning kicks. And I was like, Is this this is entirely mental, isn't it? Like you, you've got five minutes left and you can still jump. Why are you suddenly stopping?
0: I have no I have no clue. It's like it's look, it was Daniel nineteen eighty six Rodriguez against Kevin, Kevin the prospect lee.
1: D-Rod is also like unfazed by everything, yes. though, so at least he has that going for the him. The
0: matchup was great. I I was very mm-hmm. much looking forward to it. Look, Lee has wins against Gillespie, Barbosa, and Chiesa. That's that's basically his best wins. And then and then I saw a stat on the broadcast. I'm sorry that Rodriguez has the highest strike rate in UFC history. Whatever that exactly means, but I was impressed. I thought that,
1: well, yeah, he didn't he didn't stop ever does nope. anything even even like if kevin lee took him down and he, he worked from like everything was it was good D-Rod looked good man yeah. like lee also he's 16 looked, and 2 now too lee, like he
0: lee also oh. looked very good and i mean look he had nice front kicks to to distance Gorge, he had nice long striking because he's he's um he bridged the height difference with a very broad stance, which is clever. Uh Rodriguez most likely isn't going to wrestle. He had nice mini hammer fists to the side of the head as an addition to his ground and pound. Um, it, I think it is it does everything good, but, but mm-hmm. what is missing, pal? Please ask our dear listeners. Please answer me. <laughs> How I, I'll I'll call Kevin Lee because I'm a huge fan. I think he's one of the the best prospects we had in a long time and it would be so sad if he didn't realize his his whole potential so please call me i'll I'll call kevin lee i'll talk to him i'm giving him your takes and your best wishes because he
1: needs it gosh what a record now that's so crazy that is so insane
0: if you'd if you'd ask me like four years ago or something who would be champ within 4 years i'd i'd bet the house the mortgage my
1: life on kevin lee boy it's a good thing you didn't place that bet <laughs> god damn it god yeah. damn it
0: let's move on Bob. so
1: it's like do you want do you want tony ferguson to move up to 170 to fight him again so what he, he needs to he have to he's... cut back to,
0: he, he didn't make weight but no, i think... he
1: can't he can't make 155 no, no. i don't think so
0: daniel rodriguez is a huge dude so yeah, but c- could he make well to weight? Could he make 170, Kevin Lee? It was at, weight this, high, is, isn't it?
1: this is at 170. Yeah. This is at 170. C- Kevin Lee going up again? I don't know, man. No, no, like he no, seems that, that too small. Happen. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, pal. I don't think so. Alright. Okay. Barbosa. We gotta think about it more. Barbosa versus Chikatze. <sighs> uh honorary mention. Before mm-hmm. you get into the main mm-hmm. event, there's another kickboxer on this card as well, Dustin Jacoby. Yes, correct. Kick kickbox the fuck out of Darren the Dentist Stewart. Darren yeah. in... Oh. kickboxing was in full display on this card. Listen. Listen. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business.
0: <laughs> he transitioned oh, okay, Jacoby transitioned into <sh-> into kickboxing from and boxing, right? But he was a 50/50 fighter. He was not a specifically successful kickboxer and then he, he went to Dana White's Contender Night Series, whatever and has not lost so far. He had a draw with Ion Kutelaba but I mean, did, did you think Herzog stopped it a bit too early?
1: No. No, me neither. I did not. Okay, I Ow. did not. Only if he had jumped in when he was shouting at Darren initially, maybe, maybe. but not when Darren was pitching over. Like there is an opportunity there for another fighter pitching over, getting kicked in the face. Indeed. Like Invicta, and uh, Jacoby didn't didn't need to pull the Pal, trigger. On we need that one. we need to okay. speed it up. Okay, all right.
0: Barbosa is Giga time. Giga time.
1: Giga time. Giga
0: time. Um, yeah, look, Edson is. If you don't know, Edson Barbosa <laughs> might be a legend of the game. He is so good at doing this kickboxing thing in MMA. He, he's also a good grappler. But I think l- let me ask you this. Have is was this Chikats' best performance so far?
1: Absolutely. hundred I mean, percent. Yeah. So fucking fast. He is dude. S-
0: that is giga speed, pal sharp Dude, as fuck with offensive and me, defensive maneuvers
1: give me that gigabit that gigabit ethernet speed <laughs> oh, because oh, those those yeah that was a dad joke sorry <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> i love it <laughs> love it Tech dad yeah. joke Perfect. um those kicks and hands and Barboza is fast as fuck and somehow giga looked faster
0: if look tikotsa might be a a an insider's tip, but if you ask Dana
1: But longtime MMA guys no
0: we know that Chikate <laughs> is very good. But this performance also very efficient, ready to ready to do stuff all the time. He had I think he had three knockdowns. Left, right, just pure power, speed and timing combined. Um yeah dude other question. How fast do we need to speed up? Chikatse to better contenders. What? What? What is? Do we? Do we do Giga versus Holloway? Come on. What? What do we do? Was, what, what do wasn't
1: we do was wasn't Edson already ranked? I I would love to see Giga versus Holloway. Is, did Holloway call for that? No, after no, the no. Fight? Giga
0: Giga called for it.
1: Oh, Giga. I'm fine with that. It's fine. Yeah, Look, let's do it.
0: I I I had a bit of stats on the broadcast to active win streaks at featherweight. Arnold Allen has eight. Then you have Volkanovski and Giga with seven and Bryce Mitchell with five. So, I mean you can do you can do Arnold Allen or you can do Holloway, but you have to give you have to give Giga you have to, to jump on the Gigabit Ethernet now and download yeah. fights. Download Giga fights, man.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to do him and Arnold Allen because they're both on the way up, and I would rather they both keep. Maybe like the only other person on there that maybe would make sense is Yair Giga Yair. Maybe two.
0: but that dude needs that dude needs
1: needs 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 to be top three. Yes, yeah. What an just awesome put him in the top three. What put an him awesome against fight. the top three. Either that or whoever loses the championship. We don't have
0: to. We don't have to lose out. much words for for this fight because. Just watch that fight. That is a Ikazze performance par excellence. Yep. It is one of the very watch best it. things you ever seen. Performance of the night bonuses. Al Hassan got one. Sabatini got one. Giga, and Ricky and Brady got some. Obviously, got some locker room bonuses according to Dana. Whatever that means.
1: <laughs> Apologies, telling me Mearschert got one as well. Okay, nice. Jamal so Emerson. We got Jamal Emers. They've thrown an added bonus in.
0: Ah uh, Dana also told us that there is one the ultimate fighter a year moving forward so listeners of this podcast rejoice <laughs> uh,
1: God. Um, creators let, uh, creators of this podcast kill yourselves
0: uh, let's go to the um an earlier announced um, uh, segment which we call the fudge of love segment
1: uh, someone loves you. So perfect. love segment. What do I don't hear the the piano. I don't hear Rose playing piano in the background. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's (laughs) too much. Too much in one sample. (laughs) Um. So we we we
0: both didn't quite understand what he wants us to do, but we just we just tell something we love out of the MMA sphere. What 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 do you love, pal?
1: Uh, this week, this week was uh, Invicta for sure, man. For sure i called it i called it in the beginning uh the head kick the politics of the situation the weight class the everything about the main event in invicta i just i had to walk around i paced around my house for hours trying to calm down i was so excited and over the moon and how happy i was to see that head kick knock out it was amazing
0: for Jeff, this is for you
1: I don't even know if love can describe no. how in love I am with that head kick.
0: Maybe it's it's hyper love for the one I do that came to mind first. I, I already posted it into the forum several times, but I didn't get the reaction I want to. I didn't get the love fest that it needs. It is Germaine de Derandami walking out at UFC Rotterdam, and it, it, there is nothing better on the planet, man. And I'll link the I'll link the walkout again in the show notes. And I want you all to love it as much as I do. I think I could I could happily die. Just just watching this this walkout of Germaine be over and over again. Hope you're satisfied, goddammit.
1: Yeah man, that's another good that's another good hot take podcast question is is what what can you just watch over and over again on your deathbed to make your passing easier and better? I mean, you for can
0: you. laugh. You can do laugh over and over again. So we
1: can. There you go. <laughs> just so put that thing on repeat.
0: Yes. Look, we have another thing we have to go into right now. It's Nick DS month. Let me let me introduce you to this idea. I. I fell in love with it immediately after J-Bones, our good friend from Hawaii, Hilo, Hawaii. We, Gre- greets, greetings to BJ Pen.
1: We have some fantastic listeners. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Look,
0: let me, let me just um, preface this one. Nicholas Robert Diaz, born on August second, nineteen 1983, is an American mixed martial, mixed martial artist fighting out of Stockton, C.A., 209, baby. Yes. Since the beginning of his career in 2001, Nick Diaz has competed in almost all of the fight promotions UFC Pride, WC IFC Strikeforce, where he was the welterweight champ, Dream, Shooto, Elite and Stockton Backyards. Mm-hmm. So for this month, we will follow his career and watch a fight of his every day of the month. Until his comeback to the UFC, which will happen Sunday, twenty sixth of November at UFC two sixty six against Robert Lawler. Uh, This is this is happening (laughs) after he got suspended in two thousand and fifteen for marijuana against after he bout against Anderson Silva. It's it's madness.
1: And since two thousand, let's get your let's get your date right. He's coming back September twenty fifth. Oh. I'm not sure what November you read, but September 25th, okay. UFC 266.
0: I even wrote down September, but it's. Out. Of course. Um,
1: please continue. Yeah, sure.
0: Um, since 2015, he was only seen in nightclubs in Vegas. <laughs> but now he's back. Look, please, dear listeners, watch along with us and send us your comments and your thoughts on Nick Diaz. Participate in this one, because if you're a longtime UFC fan, you will. You will absolutely enjoy what you see out of Nick Diaz. First fight we watched is his UFC debut at UFC 44. A card headlined by a light heavyweight championship unification bout between Tito Ortiz and Randy Couture. Ring ring interviewer was Eddie Bravo.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Commentary was done by Joe Rogan, still with the high-pitched voice, as I said. And uh, Nick Diaz actually came over as the strike force welterweight champ. And the fight was against Jeremy Jackson. That it, uh, it was a conclusion of the trilogy between the two. Uh, Diaz had a TKO win and the Scorpion had a TKO win. So Nick Diaz then, in his UFC debut, defeated Jeremy Jackson by submission armbar in round three. And look... It, it was so incredible to see because we saw Diaz run the textbook jiu-jitsu game of the early 2000s. Nice and very takedown game. Game na- Nice transitions. And look, setting up the submissions like first lesson BJJ today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevens upkicked a lot, which was nice to see. fight was... Look, the fight was no banger. But it was... Nick,
1: uh- Nick standing up out of guard constantly to get up kicked was also vintage vintage stuff that I very much enjoyed. It very
0: well could pass as a BJJ instructional today. Just watch this fight. And say, okay, yeah, you set it up like this. You put your hand there. You put your shin there. Then you go go for this, for this, for this. But yeah, we'll we'll rate the fights we watch. Um, we, we settled we settled on the two oh nine scale so i rate rate the fight out of
1: 209 yeah yes i I rate the fight
0: 100 100 out of 209
1: yes i think i gave it a 125 or 150 uh, for being the first the first nick fight in the ufc and being a fun vintage fight Nick, Uh, I i forget what j bones ranked it originally but we will try to keep Track of that going forward as well, since Jay Bones is the one that told us to do yeah, this. I,
0: I think he gave it a bit bit higher score. I think he gave it a hundred sixty out of two hundred nine or something like that. But which I, I personally think it's a bit high because he, I can only sense some of the performances of Nick Diaz later. Which I mean, I don't know if the two hundred nine scale will will be sufficient, pal. I'll have to go into some other stuff. You bought
1: Alaska. <laughs> No, we don't have time. Can we time. talk no, about Alaska? We, we, don't, we don't have no, time. No, briefly.
0: Okay. Alaska, briefly, Alaska Fighting 1 and yeah, Alaska Fighting you. 2.
1: We talked about Alaska Fighting, and then dear listener Midnight came up with an idea that since Alaska Fighting is on UFC Fight Pass, we might as well watch them all. So we watched <laughs> the first the first two, and oh my God, are they shit shows. It's fantastic stuff. Well, tell, but tell if you watch listeners. Alaska Fighting 1, yes. Alaska Fighting 1 is... Uh, it's got it all. It's got a it's got a donk from the crowd fighting at heavyweight. It's got a surprise co main event fighter take coming out. UFC veteran Rich Franklin oh just abusing just abusing karate Kempo dorks in Alaska, carrying them for an entire round. It's fantastic. Just, the, just beating, a, sorry, beating the local Campo <laughs> Kempo dork and then the crowd booing rich franklin for beating the local guy is <laughs> a ama- rich franklin is in there and he's come on in here and tell me that
0: <laughs> you, you you and midnight talking about um rich franklin sent me to down a spiral on his twitter account and
1: oh that's right after, oh no after like
0: after like 20 tweets i read of this guy i had to block him it's it's unbearable
1: it and you know what else I pulled a Rich Franklin autograph card out of a pack of cards <laughs> this week. I wanted I want to do this. And you, want, and, you want me, and you want me to burn it. <laughs> yes. We we
0: agreed on that we'll ritually burn the Rich Franklin um, cards card in order to get rid of the bad juju in the world. We will
1: we have to set his spirit free. For
0: Listen, sure. We have to move on. All right. Uh, you talked about cards. Just briefly briefly please dear Luke briefly. Talk about which cards did you get and why, and how did it make you a fan of mid-90s K1?
1: We have found a six-pack lot of cards from Japan uh, from 1997, K1 kickboxing cards. And I was very excited because I know that my co-host loves him some K1 kickboxing. Pal, it's the best. And I I, I have to buy these. Because I want to open these live with my co-host oh, we have and get to his this. reaction to all these, all these, all these cards. Because there is not, there is not one Swiss fighter on there. There are two, or maybe even three, A three Swiss fighters in K one on these cards. There's 260 different cards. Andy Andy Hug is on the cover of the packs. Is of fantastic course. stuff. Of course, and I believe Peter Ertz is there as well. Yes. Is that correct?
0: But Ertz, yeah. is, Ertz is from the Netherlands, so...
1: Oh, sorry. He doesn't Ertz count. Ertz is there. <coughs> he doesn't count as Swiss. Who, what was the other Swiss fighter you said was I not mean, in we had, card?
0: We had Petar Maestorovic. Um, he's from, from Switzerland. He trained with Andy Hoog at that time. You have Bjorn Bregi which briefly fought in K1-2. And then uh, you have a guy which almost no one knows... But he was actually quite good, and of course, the name evades me right now. But he he's from <laughs> from from the east of, of Switzerland. So,
1: so we may have as many as four Swiss fighters on these cards, Perfect. and we have all these commemorative, all these commemorative like this fight happened and this happened. But it's all in Japanese, so we have to run it through Google Translate to try to figure out what it's about. It's great, uh, and then we have the. Marino, hard blows, Marino de The hard blows inserts. The hard, the nine different cards of hard <laughs> blows that we have to watch.
0: It's Marino de Florin.
1: So we could have as many as four Swiss fighters. I on mean,
0: I'd say three.
1: Yeah, three or four. De we'll Florin,
0: hook break. We heat,
1: have to collect them all, and then we'll know. Of Once course. we collect them all, we'll know. So, okay, pal, it's amazing.
0: But we have it's to discuss. Stuff. we have to discuss one thing shortly tonight actually will be a celebrity boxing bout between Jacob Paul and Tyron Woodley
1: the day is upon us the day is upon us the f- it finally The happens. fighters have weighed in it is happening
0: who will win Luke
1: Tyron yeah Tyron's gonna win
0: I I, I want to say he 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 does but
1: Tyron's gonna win.
0: Do you remember his last fights? He was not there.
1: In and out of love with you. Look. Love with you.
0: I'm so in love with
1: you. Uh, I'm so in love with you. So perfect. Look. It's the best because it's always just a few seconds too long.
0: (laughs) I have no fucking clue if Tyron Woodley is able to get rid of the fog in his brain and actually fight and box. Because he's not a good boxer. But despite what people trying to tell you, I, I told this last time, he has an overhand gonna right. Get,
1: and he, he is going to get fucking clobbered, isn't yes, he? Yes,
0: I do think so. But oh my God. does he have the power to, to show Jake Paul that it's not just fun and games? Of course. And that makes this fight more intriguing than all of the fights before. But um, the best thing about this... Because I'm not a huge boxing fan, but the problem bot, pal, can I describe you, to you what the problem bot is and what he did this time?
1: We now, yes. The pro. Tell me about. So, <laughs> Ariel Ariel Helwani had a sit down between these guys. Mm-hmm. Was the problem bot there for that?
0: unfortunately he wasn't but he should have been because the problem bot for people who don't know and please google the problem bot after this it's a 7 foot tall 7.5 foot tall dude in a robot costume maybe it's also a real robot I'm not quite sure it could be a real robot robot sorry and the robot has small TV TV monitors for boobs instead of boobs he has monitors, <laughs> and the monitors played a certain video over and over again. Please tell the listeners what video did, it, did the boot monitors at play? The,
1: the images, and it's it's not the same video. So it's different, different images, different different uh, screens, two different screens, and they're playing the same fight though. It's it's and it's it's. Uh, is it Markhart? Yeah, fighting? Nathan, Nathan Mar-
0: Marquardt, Yeah
1: hart knocking out Tyron Woodley. Pel. in strike force, right?
0: Yeah, Pal. Oh, let, let me so repeat. Good. Let me repeat the following. Jake Paul has a huge real robot following him around. The robot has TV boobs. And they do play a video highlight of Nathan Morquart KOing Tyron Woodley. That's it. Amazing.
1: From two different angles. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. I use the soundboard too much, but
1: look, it's fine. It's. I mean, you know, you, we could we could use the soundboard too much, or we could use Skype and have our calls always get disconnected. <laughs> I'm gonna take the soundboard every time.
0: I. It look the soundboard use will get. Down in the next few few episodes, I'll I'll use some of the. If, but I have to use it today. I love my new soundboard. It's six new samples. I'm very in love with them. Okay, mm-hmm. pal. Um, we we're good in time, so I I'll let you react to some. No. What?
1: I just I just find it hard to believe because I was sort of assuming that this was the episode we would need like another hour to talk about stuff. <laughs> Look.
0: I have some matches. All right, I got
1: a, I got a thing. Yeah, I got please. a thing I got to get off my chest. Please do. Imagine a world where you have contracted one half of the best fight in 2020. And instead of making that fighter the main event to rematch for her belt, you put Colby Covington above her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look...
0: The the, Come the is,
1: fuck on man, yeah. God I, damn it! I
0: know that they they try to tell you that they go by Ugh. a certain logic that that championship bouts are first on the card and higher weight classes are higher on the card automatically. But if you don't put Rose Namajunas versus Zhang Wei Li, the second matchup between the two, I think it got announced today or yesterday or whenever, then you're really doing a mistake.
1: What in Hell. God's green earth are you thinking I'm by not thinking. having her as the main event?
0: What do you think about the matchup, though? Whaley Zhang versus Rose Namajunas, the second fight, the rematch, was announced. And it will happen at UFC 268, which is actually a bonkers card. It's like the the card is, is insane. I think
1: it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome. And the reason I think that is because I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I don't want... I don't want to be like, fuck Connor for never giving Aldo a rematch. That's bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And then think that Zhang Wei Lee shouldn't get a rematch because she got caught. Because she, you know, she went out and she got caught. She thought the kick was coming low. The kick went high, and she went out, and she got stopped. So good on Rose for giving her a rematch. Good on Dana for making the fight. Thanks, Dana. And I'm fucking all about it. I think it's great.
0: There is. Another. I just
1: the only bummer I have about it is that it's Rona times, and it took too long to make the rematch. Yes, but it probably happened like yesterday, and I'm not being fair to either of them. So
0: there, there was another matchup announced, and it also might take place at UFC 268. It's our favorite Mexican fighter, Irene Aldana. Oh shit! And she? Do you know the matchup? No, Germain de Randamie.
1: Oh shit! Oh shit. Indeed. Wow. Indeed, pal. Alright. Alright. God Ger- damn. Germaine How does that go?
0: Jermaine Martha the me will fight Irene Aldana. Look, I think I I think <laughs> the is too much for Irene. Irene is so good at boxing and he and, and, and her fights is like I always love to to, to see a fight. But she, she lost against Holly Holm. Okay, it's it's like it's then it's t- one year ago. Ah, but man, that, that is a hard matchup. But I love it. I love it. It's the best matchup you could do for both of them.
1: Awesome. That's awesome.
0: There is the, the the UFC 268. I mean, it's it's so far this away. This
1: card is fucking awesome.
0: You have you have Kamara Usman <laughs> versus Colby Dude. Covington. The second the second matchup, it's not. I mean, okay. Then you have your Dude. Rose Namayunus versus Sean Whaley, which is a banger. It has maximum Shui potential.
1: It is Rose is fighting more than once in a year.
0: It's actually incredible.
1: It's bonkers if they pull this off. You
0: have Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Maximum Shui mm-hmm. potential there. You have Sean Strickland versus Luke Rockhold, maximum shoey potential. You have Jermaine oh Derondome versus Irene Aldana, maximum shoey potential. A- Edgar versus Marlon Vera, maximum I'm shoey potential. It. And then you have Al Quinta against Bobby Green, maximum fucking shoey potential again.
1: Bonkers stuff. It's insane. Almost. So, like, if you run this down, like what they've announced officially, and you just look on Tapology's own rankings all but every fight except ally Quintavers versus Bobby Green has at least one person in the top 15.
0: Oh, by the way, there is Crazy. also there is also a I think it's also it, it's only rumored, but you have Admin Jabasian, the Golden Boy against Nasruddin Imamov.
1: I mean and and he's he's official as far as topology is concerned. Okay, p- perfect. So. so, I'm every fight is a banger.
0: Let, let me use the, the time to have you react to another fight that was announced. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Best... Who has, I'm ready. Who has the second best walkout music ever?
1: Um. Probably. Gosh. I don't know. You're I cor- don't know. You Tell are me. correct.
0: It's Magomed Ankhalayev.
1: I was... Wondering, I was wondering wonder if you were gonna go Gastelum, but then I knew Gastelum just fought.
0: Marco may will will fight Folconic's Ustamir.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh man, did you uh did you ever make a sound pad of Ozdomir getting interviewed by you and Vladi? Saying fuck it, fuck Ankalaev. I will.
0: <laughs> yeah, we 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 interviewed.
1: That was the best. Oh, that interview was the best. Also, because it was in English, so I could actually understand Yeah, we, you guys, we interviewed but, yeah, in,
0: in, in May or something fantastic like
1: that. Stuff. It was after he like went up to the Alps and cut a hole in some ice and scared some ice skaters or Correct. something. Great. <laughs> it's, it's so good. The interview is so good, you guys. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, please. It's in English for all us Americans. We can understand what they're saying. Uh, oh, it's so great. Dream, dream come true he, fight there. He has uh he has a low opinion of Ankalayev. Why do you think that is? I
0: have, actually I have no clue, but there has to be something. There has to be some beef. I'll 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 investigate and come back to you with that one.
1: Are you going to try to get another interview with Vulcan leading into this yes. site? Excellent stuff. Yes. Oh it's so good. We'll, oh it's so good. We'll try
0: to get an interview with Olsomir and with Ankalayev.
1: I, I like it. Listen. You guys are you guys do a great job last, interviewing. I think it's a Last fantastic. reaction. Okay.
0: Alistair Overeem <laughs> is is <laughs> is kickboxing. Recover Ruben yes. and you yes. know you know the take of his of his last boss is is like this. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Your reaction to that fight.
1: Um Let's go. Let's buy that pay-per-view. Yes. Let's go. We will. Fucking Glory. Awesome. These guys, these guys are going to be gigantic when they fight.
0: I mean, they're no usada.
1: No. I we are talking about all the herbs and all the supplements. Yes. They are going
0: to be huge. All the horse meats, everything. Like yeah. Everything. Gloria Gloria uh, signed over him to a multi-year contract, whatever that means, but um <laughs>
1: it means it means we're gonna pay him yeah. a lot of money and hopefully also, he's gonna actually. Also get short paid.
0: shout out for the next um uh, Glory September 4th uh, Glory 78 has some good matchups on it you have the comeback of Vachitov against Pereira and Badr um, against Virchosek so I like it awesome uh, 4th of September though is, is another uh, thing you have to watch it's time to shine 4 and I can officially <sighs> announce here that time to shine 4 the premier Swiss MMA promotion at the moment will live stream their event.
1: I will be watching.
0: And maybe, as a bit of a surprise, yours truly will commentate on that fight live.
1: Are you going to be commentating in an encrypted language that I don't understand, or are you going to be commentating in English?
0: The promoter still hasn't decided yet.
1: Oh, the promoter gets to decide what you speak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... Neither, neither here nor there. If it's in Swiss German or if it's in, in Swiss English, um, or in High Swiss German, whatever you want to talk, it will be.
1: So of please,
0: please watch of that. I'll I'll provide the uh, links and everything.
1: This will have. So this will have. Let's just run it down real quick. This will have. This is the the MMA love uh, interviewee uh, fight promotion, right? So we we're gonna have. Kikaj Bester, uh Benjamin Kitsch. Brander. Let me
0: let me read these names. You 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 butcher them.
1: Yes, I know. Well, apologies best to our are, Swiss
0: list. Based Kichai.
1: Best Kitschai.
0: Kichai is on there. You have Gregor Weivel, you have Benjamin Brando, friend of the show. Uh you Benjamin. have like, like you have Roberto Miras, you have some of the best Swiss MMA fighters, and it's all pro bouts or mostly pro bouts, so like two or three amateur bouts on there. Um, Fantastic. so it's a very very good possibility to develop the talent which is around here and a very good uh, opportunity to see some of these guys for the first time uh, because some of them do very well in international competition especially in Germany at the moment so highly Saturday, recommend watch
1: this Saturday the 4th correct Love it. awesome
0: will be morning for you I, I think
1: Oh yeah, no, it'll be like six in the morning for me, but I'll I'll wake up and watch it. Starship. It
0: start at six p.m. Central European time. Oh, that's
1: great. It'll be nine a.m. for me. I think. Perfect, pal. Fantastic. We're
0: through. We did. We did what we always do. We just. They
1: just talk, talk, talk. They do nothing. They just talk. But we're through (laughs) now. time to shine rise and shine 9 a.m. Saturday the 4th let's go thanks a lot thanks a lot for listening
0: I hope you enjoyed the segments um tune in next week we'll be back
1: thank you Matt I will talk to you next week thank you listeners bye-bye bye-bye touch your mouth with my fist.